Cuphead and all hope listeners, you're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hi, folks. Old Man Grognard here on a Sunday morning. It is hot and it's spoiling for a thunderstorm. Weird weather. Our AC is out, thanks to a certain large dog we are babysitting, who managed to chew through the wires, and now we need our AC to be fixed. So it's hotter than usual. Oh boy. I hope you're all doing well this morning. And I want to talk about how you keep track of monsters just a little bit. Just a little bit. Because I just got through printing out some stuff for the trip. Now, what I really don't like to do during the game is flip through books or modules, especially if I've got a memento, momentum, <laughs> memento, momentum going. Because once I got the flow going and the pacing and everything like that, the last thing I want to do is come to a screeching halt during a battle and look up something. It's handy to have other players who will do that for you, but you can't rely on that. I'm particularly talking about, well, you know, a certain rule, a certain thing. Certain things I leave to the players, like spells. You're throwing a spell, you know what it does. And if you don't know what it does, look it up and tell me what it does. Because that's the way I roll. So, that kind of thing is okay. But I'm talking about, like, monsters and things, because I don't like looking at monster stats in the middle of a game. And when they're in the module itself, some modules give you a list of monsters at the end. Which is nice. Which is nice if I don't have to keep turning to it. If it's on PDF form, I'll just print that page out. And it's also handy when you're running the encounter and you're reading through the encounter while you're playing. Is the monster stats right there. I will usually go through beforehand with a highlighter. And highlight things like the armor class and hit points. And things like that. Attacks, damage, you know, the usual stuff. But... I made myself a monster sheet, which I highly recommend you do. It's very easy to do. Either you can draw one out, or you can use... I used Excel, because they're really easy to set up in Excel. So I have a D&D monster sheet. And if you ask me, you're really nice, pretty pleased with sugar on it, I may even send it to you. What I have here is, this is for basic, by the way, this is for basic D&D, because that's what we're playing, and I don't know, I never reworked it for anything else, because it comes in handy for any edition. So, I did up a sheet, and this is what it says. Here's how I got it listed. Encounter, I usually put an encounter number reference to whatever's in the book. That's optional. The name of the monster, the number, as in this goblin one two three four five that kind of thing they're thaco because i use thaco their armor class their hit dice slash hit points you can go either way with that if you want to roll them up right there that's fine personally if i have like a, a score of orcs i'd rather just go boom 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 beforehand and have all the hit points written down weapon Weapon to me is now, uh, this is back in the day when I cared about it, because what, I'm, what I mean is, weapon to me is uh, kind of optional, because the monster is going to do what damage it does. There's a special weapon, I'll write it down there, and maybe what it does, there isn't much space on these, because I'll try to keep it brief. 
but I will put a note or an asterisk or something saying this is a special ability, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, number of attacks, that's important. The damage done by said attacks, which is, again, weapon. If I did the sheet again, I would probably do weapon slash damage, and so just the same slot like that. Save as, because that's the way basic rolls. If you have saves for monster, they save as a certain class of character as a certain level, which I like. Mostly it's fighter. Fighter 1, fighter 3 type of thing. So you just look up the saves for fighter, and there's their saves. If they have to, if the monster has to make a save, there it is. Then I've got damage taken with followed with a box. And the box is basically to record the damage of each monster. I usually use hashtags. And, you know, the, the lines 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, blah, 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 blah. And I like this sheet, and I can fit, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I can fit 20 monsters on this sheet. It's great for a gang of gang of gnolls or something like that because you can put null one two three five you don't have to put all the thanko and ac down on them you can, i just do an arrow go okay they're all this ac etc different hit points and it makes it a lot easier and at the end crumple it up throw it away easy peasy it's easy to do a monster sheet doesn't take them that, all that much time as far as in in the scheme of things with prep it doesn't take all that much time just going through and listing the monsters and doing your homework well sometime but you know it's all part and parcel of the prep thing and i can fill these out really fast so i would recommend that and if you can't do that usual standby the index card the index card is a wonderful thing it can be used for so many things I just wish it was graph lined, that's all. Everything I want to use is, I want graph lined, just in case I have to draw a dungeon or something. You know, I have it right there. And when in play, it's really easy to keep this sheet into your DM screen and just reference it that way, although I do like it in front of me on the table so I can, so I can mark on it in case something happens. And there's plenty of space around it where I can make special notes, like the aforementioned monster with special abilities. Put an asterisk there on the side, put breath, breath weapon, so much damage, tail attack, so much damage, things like that. And that, get, that gets you by. From, for the more complicated monsters, I can see it can be a pain. Like, I wouldn't want to have to list all of the Beholder's powers on here. My god. That would be a whole sheet in itself. But I made these, and I made them two up so I can print them on, I print them on both sides, and I just staple the corner and carry it with me. I'll probably carry in blanks with me during the trip, and we'll see how that goes. I'm thinking of letting them stomp around the Isle of Dread, because I kind of like the Isle of Dread. It's a great sandbox. It's a, it's a small enough sandbox I can just stomp around and get in a lot of trouble, and I can do some Lost World stuff, which is great. That is such a versatile module. I also looked at the Lost City, but it's like, mm, I, don't, I don't want him to get caught up in that if we're on a trip. You know, we're just, you know, let him, let him kill. Let him go in the Isle of Dread, kill a few things, make friends, fight, whatever. 
and just let it go at that and just do that that'd be fun so i haven't i have i can't i'm trying to keep it loosey-goosey the the stuff i came up with to do i'm still going to take with me maybe it'll give me some inspiration but i never wrote anything up so i'll be in the garage trying to dig out my old copy of isle of dread i know i have at least two copies of isle of dread as a regular copies and i've also got at least one copy that i've printed out off the pdf and if worse comes to worse i'll print it out off the pdf although i don't want to but i will probably do something like that so i'm just gonna let them stomp around on the isle of dread and they'll have fun they better have fun now now they of course they'll have fun my my oldest grandson is oh Already told his brother, you are going to play with us, right, if we play? Oh, yeah, yeah, I kind of like it. He kind of likes it if you can drag him away from the computer. But that's the whole, that's one of the big points about me gaming with my grandson, sons, is dragging him away from the computer for a little while. Give your eyes a rest. I don't know, you're going to, you're going to have vision problems when you get older, boy. But they should have some a good time. Gage has already got some dice. Gavin, I can give him some dice. I've got tons of dice I can let him use. All right, if the girls want to play, they're welcome too. I doubt that they will, but I hope they will anyway. So that's my monster sheet idea. Like I said, always carry some index cards with you just in case. Always have something to write on. And you can do the monsters just like draw lines down for what I told you about I usually buy the biggest index cards I can find and use those if I don't have anything else and it it probably be as simple as monster name AC Thaco attack and damage boom you're done and you just go one to the five down the, down the line you don't have to repeat it but you know, there it is. These monsters do this. These monsters will be uh, doing this kind of damage because they're be co- equipped with so-and-so-and-so type of weapons or they got a so-and-so natural weapon. Or if I put down three, it's all, if I put down another attack three, it's all automatically to me, in my head, claw, claw, bite. So anyway, that's my monster talk. Monster talk, yay! And... So I'm going to go have to do what I need to do to get these kids going. And I guess it's time. So you people have a good day and keep the dice warm until I see you next time. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Bye-bye.